Welcome to the Fatty Z Musky Podcast. I'm Andy. Joined on the phone, I have Vance. Hi, Vance. Hello. Good evening. Hello and good evening to you. And we also have Todd. Hi, Todd. Hola. Como estas este noche, Andrew? Very nice. Uh, you can... Uh, bueno. <laughs> you know, use the SAP button for uh, translations. <laughs> Hey, you got to get ready. We've got some illegals coming in, so. Oh, my. They're, they're undocumented, my... undocumented immigrants, okay? Yeah, I'm brushing up on my Mexican here. It's called um, Spanish. 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 <laughs> Spanish. Oh, thank you. Okay. All right. Those are the intros. No guest this week. Um. This podcast is brought to you by Fat AZ Musky Products. FatAZMusky.com. That is the website. Fat AZ Musky Products on Facebook. We've been a little bit more active on Facebook as of recent. And Instagram, which kind of mirrors what we're doing on Facebook. You know, Vance, I downloaded that, like, business suit app thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I thought that, like, when when I'd make a post on Facebook for AZ, it would simultaneously post on Instagram. And I bumbled my way through it, and I said, "This thing sucks." I don't know why I I convinced myself that 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 Pages app now that business app thing they both suck, and they did uh, not yeah, post. They do. They do. Uh, you have to. Uh, kind of jump through a loophole to get your business Instagram hooked up to your Facebook uh, business page is is a bit different than just hooking it up to say your personal account. Really simple, simple for uh, yourself to share a post. Like if you would post it on Facebook, you can link that Andrew Zom checkup really easily easily or Vance Kalos or Todd or whatever. But when you do a, do it to the business page, there's a lot of closing down the apps, re-downloading, re-signing in very annoying things. Yeah. So it's terrible. So I stumbled my way through it trying to be like a guy that's getting better at it, but I'm probably going to be the guy that just says, screw it. Um, more than likely. So I tried that. Uh, the website, I'm going to be doing some, uh, I don't know, a facelift to the website here in the next couple of weeks. Change a couple of things around, get it ready for uh, probably middle March. But we're going to talk a little more about that here um, shortly. But, um, geez, I'm, I'm not even prepared. I had a, um, I'll talk about it next show. Big big boxes of baits. Three boxes of baits went to Team Rhino, and he should have them by now. They hit the mail on Monday. It is now Thursday, so I would expect him to have them. Um, Muskie Tackle Online has got the baits probably now for the last couple of weeks. So if you're looking for baits, check those two places out. Or if you wish, you can stay tuned. And here in probably three weeks-ish, we're going to have them available what we've been working on and um rod holders rod holder sales are set our sales are steady um 
it always kind of is slow at the beginning of the year with the rod holders. But, you know, when the weather breaks and people start climbing around their boats, that is like the time that people start evaluating their trolling setups. So, you know, if you want to get a jump on it, now would be a good time to ask some questions, uh, look for opinions, anything like that. Feel free to hit me up and I will um, gladly give advice. So that's enough for me. We're going to talk about ourselves a lot this show. So Muddy Creek. Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, mcfishandguides.com. Check out our website. Get hold of us. Uh, we fish in Pennsylvania, April, May, and up at Chautauqua last Saturday in May through November. Uh, still lots of open dates out there, so get a hold of us. We'll get you out there get you on some fish. Yeah, excited for that the season uh, to start. Maybe. Um <laughs> moving forward if you come out and fish with us you'll be fishing out of ranger boats uh shout out to them for sponsoring muddy creek and this show uh get all your ranger boat needs at vic sports center in kent ohio um check them out now uh if you're in the boat industry or you want to get your boat unwinterized whatever it is uh you got some couple screws loose in your boat and you need something fixed, check them out now. Places like Vix that are known for uh, their service service uh, in the industry, uh, they get, they're busy and uh, with the times. And I'm so sick of that excuse. I can't wait until we don't hear like about COVID anymore, but um, with the times, yeah, it's more, you, you know, you, you got to get in uh, now r- uh, rather than later. If you bought a boat right now, brand new, you probably wouldn't fish with it this year uh, until the fall. Um, so check them out. Um, they got a used inventory, Tritons, uh, Starcrafts, Starwelds, um, in in the used inventory. Check them out. Shout out to uh, Saint Croix Rods, best rods on earth. Um, I leaf blowed all mine down today because they were covered in sawdust, uh, from what we're going to be talking about here, uh, upcoming. Um, they were nice and dry, uh, in the, in the little, uh, worm, uh, what am I, what word am I looking for? The eye, the eye guide, the worm level. What is that called? The level wind. The wind. Okay. Yeah. So the, like the worm gear on the level wind. Yeah, that's what, yeah, just completely covered in sawdust. Um, And when I took a cast with like a a client rod, it sounded horrible. Um, So I got those oiled up today. Um, But I got to ask you, how did you oil them? Oh, with real oil, like art. Like not fake oil or? Okay. Yeah, R-E-E-L, real oil. (laughs) Just that way. I didn't, I didn't take the, uh you know, the housing off. And I know how you like to put a dab of grease on that inside stuff. I just, you know, let me guess. Reels, reels just suck. Just did, use them. And then if they break, get rid of them. Did you actually take like, like a, an oil that you use like a dropper for, or did you use like an aerosol and just say shotgun time? It's got to no, go somewhere. important. The, you know, like whatever. I think it, I think it Daiwa brand or at least Daiwa puts its name on the plastic. Okay, so it's like like the little grease that came with the reel. Yeah. Okay, I was just, I'm I'm curious. I got a 
free I got a free tube of Lucas Real Oil when we bought our Rangers. Oh, that too. Yeah, still using that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so so Lucas uh, Lucas Oil makes real oil. How makes big of a container is it? It's it is pretty a, substantial. It, yeah, it's nice, and it's, it's got a little like a needle dropper on the tip, like you know, for pinpoint accuracy of oiling. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's be honest. The only thing I oil is that little worm level one thing. Because it's the only thing exposed? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I say, listen, the, the wear and tear that we put on gear is completely different than everybody else. So when people's like, oh, you know what, just get this repaired. It'll be, you know, just brand new. I do it all it's, the time. It's not. It's not. These things, don't. It, they don't get repaired. They're, they're used to destruction. I shipped them all over the country. You know, yeah, they come back and they just actually repair my reels. Yeah. yeah. So just buy a new new one. If you fish <laughs> as much as us, just buy a new one. Save yourself the, the uh, you know, these little repair. Andy, decent, but it, it's hard to get any it more shut down. It more. Yeah. yeah. I know. <laughs> it's it's such a bum. <laughs> it doesn't do a damn thing. <laughs> But I mean, where I was going was that it was they're on St. Croix rods. They're really good rods. Those oh. don't generally break. Um, but if they do, they have great service. Uh, but the reels, I mean, just terrible, horrible. And I don't take care of them. <laughs> I so think that's the, the major thing. <laughs> I think this is the honesty <laughs> I mean, show. Like, I'm a bum and Vance doesn't take care of things. So like, but every year, we'll, I'll start out with like a new set. Or like ones that are like right on the fringe and the backups are right, right, ready to go. They're in the hole, you know. Uh, but, you know, you do. I was I probably went through 15 sheets of OSB for the paint booth and I did it in the garage because it was it was a nightmare outside freezing. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to live with the dust. One of these days I'm going to come in and clean. And when I went to test the swim baits. Which we'll talk down, about later. Which we'll talk about later. I grabbed that rod that St. Croix and I looked at it and it was just like caked and sawdust. I was like, this is very good. And I was like, I don't know how I'm going to get this out of there. So I grabbed the leaf blower and just smashed all the reels with it. And it cleaned it up really good. So It probably also drove the it, dust deeper into the bearing surfaces. No, it, that's... It, it, it did. It did. It did because I put the the oil in and I and I gave it a couple cranks and it was really nice. Now if I would have just went straight to oil without the high pressured air, uh, it would have been clumps. So yeah, if you would have oiled it prior <laughs> to cleaning it, yeah, we would spend a lot more time on this topic. Absolutely. It's like in grade school when somebody would like get stage fright and puke and they would bring out the sawdust chips and throw them down on it. I was thinking more along the lines of wiping before you do your business, but, um, okay. I mean, (laughs) both, both, uh, unpleasant visuals. Okay. Wood chips. (laughs) All right. I think that's, I think that's it for me and the plugs yeah i'm gonna do the announcement we have a muskies inc region three chapter challenge may 15th and 16th it's at racetown lake uh to pre-register or for more information please contact contact and this is an email matt dixon m-a-t-t-d-i-x-o-n 
at lezzer.com. This is open to Region 3 Muskies, Inc. members and their out-of-region member guests only. $40 per person. Top three teams get cash prizes. Uh, there's a whole lot more we can talk about, but I suggest reaching out if you have any questions. You can also find this, um, I'm sure, online. And I'm going to be announcing this further along. It's still February. So check that out. All right. Remember February? What? Obviously you don't. No, no. I mean, that was a big thing when I was younger at Subway. Is it for like Every any foot long? Was five dollars? Five dollar foot long? No, you don't see that. And we're in this economic crisis, and you think there would be a February, but there isn't. Was Even it... though I'm not like really going out and eating hoagies every day. Okay, but what wasn't like something like five years ago was up with Subway because they had a chemical in their buns that people said was found <laughs> in gym mats. Do you remember that? <laughs> No, no. I just know that anytime I went into one of those restaurants, like I would smell like it for ever. <laughs> no, like, because of honey. Like, well, I think it's the bread, really, which has apparently toxic flooring in it. Um, but I would like smell like that for forever. And then when somebody would bring a subway sub on the boat to guide, I could tell that it was subway without even looking at it. Because of the smell, that's the that's the gym floor. Yeah, that, yeah, that was your years of wrestling. Okay, well, I mean, that's uh, whatever. Let's get into uh, what's going on. <laughs> All right, so I know Vance has some very entertaining stories, but I wouldn't expect anything less out of Vance. I mean, Vance. I'm trying, I'm trying to like distract and maybe go down a different path for this show because there's a lot of terrible things that have happened to me. I know it's costing me a lot of money recently. I should say oh, the business. Is... <laughs> oh my god, dude, that's bullshit. Okay, Whatever. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna say this much. So I buy Vance an adequate airbrush. Within weeks of that using is... it, it's broken. Dude, that airbrush sucked, and the new the other one you bought sucked. <laughs> Too. What about the what I about mean, the one that I let sh- you borrow that you then broke? <laughs> it sucked. <laughs> they all what you, sucked. What are you painting your house with these things? <laughs> I, I look, look. I put up this beautiful state of the art structure. I mean, it could be it would be like an the NFL football stadium of a but, painting studio, and I get a twenty five dollar brush. You're not supposed to stain the whole outside of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so hooked up to a five-gallon bucket of <laughs> that happened. <laughs> the, I think Vance is on airbrush number four this week. <laughs> I, I, I and, am, and maybe four and a half because I use one for parts. <laughs> so Vance is over here harvesting the organs. He didn't even check to see if it's an organ donor card yet. He's Frankenstein in these things. <laughs> <laughs> that's right dude like how come how come my cast button is really small and round well that came off and i want a neo i mean here we go again like me being hard on gear and stuff well, you uh, just said you don't take care of it well, like 
I do as much as I can, you know, but I'm not wrapping everything up to, you know, we're, get, we're doing it eight hours later. You know, again, you can, there's only so much you can do for Christ's sake. You've got to sleep. But I mean, we'll talk about this airbrush. This, this is the first experience I have with an air with an airbrush. It's me alone with the airbrush. You know, it's like you got your driver's license. You went from a permit. Now you got your regular license, whatever. Um, there's like 50 million little parts seven. to these, to these, there's not seven parts to this thing. I mean, I <laughs> gutted these things I know. and there's That's like, why there's more than it's, seven. It's a through Z. It's like gutting like, a reel. It's, it's like a through Z. And that's what it's like. If you ever opened up like your real yeah. uh, paperwork and it's like, here's part one, a two, three C all those I mean, there's just alphabets of things in there, and they're no bigger than like a, I don't know, uh, a plankton that you can't see with your eyes, apparently, because there's just crap that I just, like, I got it, I got it, and then I'll drop it, <laughs> like, then I'm like, oh, I need to find That's why I don't take reels apart. <laughs> it's been, it's been bad, I mean. Okay, so let, let's start off with the first one. Andy, Andy remembers this stuff, that like better than me because it was just because like it red it, it was just yeah, and it it was just the phone calls were Andy, open your wallet. That's how it started. No, they weren't, dude. <laughs> we spent like we put like fifty bucks on the card, maybe. <laughs> like, get over yourself. So <laughs> I hope you have the receipts. <laughs> So I bought Vance this 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 newer airbrush, and it was great. It was perfect for swim baits. That's what its purpose was. Because the swim bait, I, I I'm just gonna say this: the swim bait paint is probably the nicest paint you're gonna use. I'm just making Vance feel good by saying it sucks. What the hell is that, <laughs> dude? I mean, I'm getting thrown under the bus. That is the worst thing ever. I mean, it is terrible. I almost like couldn't get out of the room. There were so many spider webs. It was almost <laughs> caught like an insect. This is the worst pain ever. Yeah. So Vance calls me up and he he's singing like the old No Doubt song, Spider Webs, and oh <laughs> talking about how he goes and see Lincoln Park in concert. Oh. <laughs> I, I did do that <laughs> when I was young. With uh, alien ant farm because you were like, I was. Okay? We, we were. Are you okay? <laughs> like because Vance is over here. Like I'm stuck in the corner. And there's a big spider coming. <laughs> okay. Can't find the door. <laughs> it was bad. So okay, yeah, the paint is terrible, and this one airbrush. It was a cheaper airbrush. I'm just gonna come right out and say it, but it was. It was viewed as disposable, but I didn't expect it to be disposed of so quickly. Um, Vance was saying that the air valve was sticking, and okay, yeah, this is. But this is. Let me just interject. Okay, so we're up to the air valve that's sticking on this first airbrush that I ha- that I airbrush have number one in my possession. Airbrush number one, um, and I got through some baits with it. And while I was doing that, I was kind of getting acclimated to air pressure and working on uh, that motor skill of pushing the uh, airbrush knob down and pulling back and releasing um, the amount of paint that comes out. You have, I have, 
there wasn't really a stop to that much. So like if you would hammer down on it, you're spitting out way too much uh, at any given time. There wasn't a, um, what, what's the word I'm looking for, Andy? Like a well, governor well, on it, if you will. Yeah. So, so we're going to get later in, into the needle yeah. stop. So but... I'm, I'm practicing this, but I'm practicing, practicing this stuff with the airbrush. Um, and I get, I'm like, let's just, let's do some clearing. Let's put some solvent through this thing. Uh, let's get comfortable with this thing in your hand. Boom. Clogged air hose. So I am like, I broke this thing. I don't want to call Andy. <laughs> so let I'm going to pull out like, the paintbrushes. Let me, let me, I'm going to Bob Ross these out. SOBs. Well, let me let me figure this out. Try and figure this out before I need some help. Pick it up, Andy. Okay, so the alv- the air valve is sticking. He calls me up and I said I recently did something um, to my my personal gun that I'm using a lot now, and I said you know I took this apart. And by the way, be very careful. There is a very, very tiny part that you need to remove the valve assembly. And um, mm-hmm. very much like myself, Vance dropped it. Um, you dropped it? You I, I, dro- I dropped my own. I was, In fact, I was on the phone with DK, and I'm like, there's just no way I'm going to find this. And I ended up, it was in my, my catch basin that I throw everything in and I just very carefully would move stuff till I got to the bottom of the jungle and it was laying right there glistening at me and I picked it up and I, yeah. So, um, anyways, so I got mine. I lived from, you know, from experience on that. And, um, I explained to Vance how I got mine to not stick anymore. And the reason why I felt mine was sticking was I had a, uh, a little paint mishap. I got paint on it and I, I squirted solvent to clean up my brush, it got down in the air valve body and it wiped away some of the grease that was needed to let that thing function smoothly. So explaining There's this. There's also Vance, a spring in there too. There, yes, there is a spring that does not help when you're using two toothpicks to try to spin this little flat nut, but it's a washer. It's thin like a no. disc. And um, needless to say, what you tried three times, it did not work. It didn't work. I got you on FaceTime. Um, I ended up going in and getting some uh, gear lube, if you will, and putting it on this. Uh, and it just, it, I was like, oh, sweet, it works. So I fill up the reservoir. I'm ready to go to town, pull it back, and it's just stuck again. So I was very upset. Womp womp. Yeah. So you ended up. I said I have a I have a backup brush, and you were just too mad to really tell me outright that you're coming out to get it. I was, yeah. I mean, and we said this like very simply. What happened? Taking apart this gun and looking at the directions at this point where I where my hose was like stuck, um, it, it put just like a it was daunting. I mean, at, at least an hour of fiddle farting around with these little things. And Andy's like, well, I have an extra one. And I'm like, okay, you got an extra one. I'm just going to 
this I need to set this down for the night um, and just be done because it's it's defeated me. I'm trying to remember, was that when you came over during the day or during the night? Was it was it when you saw the, the, the big beast of a dog we have or when you talked to my sister? <laughs> Which was the first mm. time? Was it three trips or two? <laughs> okay, well, there That's was a time I, that he, he came I over. Think there was three trips. There there was, was, I, th- those, little, those little brushes are, man, so small. I mean, the whole thing's the size of my thumb. And there's here's com- what I was thinking the entire time, and I was getting like angry and more angry. Well, and we're not going to be working on watches anytime soon. To put it that way, yes. And that's how I thought. I felt like I needed one of those one eye telescope, those one eye lenses that to get to get to this thing. And I'm the whole time I'm thinking, I'm like, this thing is a piece of crap. Andy has set me up for failure. I was like, this is the brush's fault. <laughs> the brush. And I looked up the brush and I was like, before I contacted Andy, so, you know, but Andy always fixes everything, but I tried to fix it. I look up the brush. People are using it for like stars with their kids and they're plugged into these little air compressors that are a size of a deck of cards. And I'm like, what the hell is this? I'm trying to pump anywhere from like 50 to 80 PS pounds of pressure for this thing. You're using it's a like, pancake compressor for roofing. Broken. <laughs> They're like, it's really nice because you can take the stencil star and draw with your kids and a one, two, three. And I'm like, wow, this, I can't believe I'm taking lessons on how to set up this brush. It's being used in preschool for us <laughs> <laughs> trying to run a very successful bait business. So like, I drove over there. Without telling I, me, I just I, come. I think it was in the night because I was like, you know what? I got to go. You were like, figure it out. We're good. Try that. And, uh, and then that's where I was like, I just got to set this down and I'm going to. You know, I'll I'll pick it back up tomorrow. I found and out I, that Vance was I, over at I my came, house when I came, I came back out, and the brush was up. not in my pole barn anymore. Yeah, I came over. I I sat there for about fifteen minutes, and like, I wanted to beat it. I was angry. I wanted to win, and this thing has crushed me. This preschool brush, and so like, I get over to Andy's in like five minutes flat. I'm just like, ah, driving. And I sneak in the pole barn. And I uh, I grab the brush. You grabbed my, my, my original Iwata. <laughs> it's not a high-end Iwata, but I painted thousands of baits with this brush. I have, it's like my baby. Like, goes in the museum. Put this thing on the shelf. This is what started it all. And what, within the first half hour, you broke that one too? (laughs) (laughs) The same thing happened. It plugged up. And he went to take like the little nozzle out (laughs) where the needle is. He he took it out. front of the airbrush. And he cleans it all. Everything looks good. It was dirty. It was terrible. It was dirty as hell. It's like it has never been used in years. 
Okay, it hasn't Which been it used in years. Been. And he's like, well, how does this go back in? I'm like, well, you screw it back in because you, you unscrewed it. And you're like, no, there's no threads. I'm like, well, I'm looking. I have another one of these. It, it is a uh, siphon feed. And yes, it has threads because I can see it on this one. And like, well, there's no threads on it now. Well, and I took it. I took apart like the uh, the the previous one that I had uh, had trouble with to uh, reference if it had threads or not. And that one had threads. And that's when I really like lost it. I was like, <laughs> "This is beyond repair." And it was. I was trying to fix this needle at the front. And of course, there, there was that threaded part that comes off that Andy was talking about, but it was like caked in black paint. And I'm like spraying it with solvents and trying to like work it off with my fingers, and it's stuck and it won't come off. And he's like, Well, it does come off. There's threads on it. Just unscrew it. So he's like, You have like a small set of pliers there. And I'm like, I'm on it. I got it. These sets of pliers are the pliers that you use to hold the swimmers uh, when you're painting. And I lightly, Put them on there and I twist very, very gingerly and ripped the all the threads off the nozzle. I mean, it's just, it's separated. <laughs> <laughs> I so, mean, it, and at that point, I mean, this is where I go from I'm on a roll, broken, break one, angry. Drive to drive to Andy's in anger because I, I'm still I'm not finished. I said I shelved it, but I said no. This is not the person I am. I'm gonna whoop this thing's ass. And then I go to grab the other brush, and I'm back, and I'm ready to go again, and I break it within five minutes. So, I mean, there's just so much up and down and up and down and up and down emotion that's going on right now, and so. I forget what happened. I think I blacked out. Okay. <laughs> Woke up the next morning <laughs> on the floor, got covered with in with solvent. A bottle of solvent in your hand. I call the Boystown the National Spider Hotline, Rush. and they come over and <laughs> advance off the edge of the cliff over there. Um, he, I then talked to him. He's like, "I need another brush." And I'm like, okay, this was a Friday night. And I said, well, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. You know, whatever. I finish up my painting. I go in the house and I'm like, I'm you know, Sounds nice. we, yeah, it was like 1130 at night. And, um, we talked about getting that brush drop shipped at Vance's house. So I went and I looked on Amazon. I'm like, okay. I said, listen, um, what kind of brush do you want? And you're like the same one. I'm like, all right. Um, I had offered to you my really good gravity feed brush. Like what was my number one brush like a year ago that I have as like an emergency brush. Which is incredible. Well, but Vance, but yeah. Vance then went off to say, I don't trust myself. I'm going to break it. Give me the cheap one again. Mm -hmm. You had a little bit of history with that, maybe an hour. So mm -hmm. you're going with what you know. I'm like, all right, I am going to order you. Well, this. I mean, I've just broken three brushes. 
or whatever it is. You you have broken two, and I'm like, all right. I texted him in the morning. I texted him right then. I said, "What's your address so I can have this ship to his house, not my house?" And I didn't get a response immediately. And I looked at Amazon, and it was saying like, if you order in the next eight and a half hours, you'll have it by Tuesday. Oh yeah, you sent me a text that night. I sent it when I got into the house and got and cleaned that's up. When I, like, yeah, and that's when I just was like, I think I just like sat out there in the freezing for like an hour and just kind of contemplated the meaning myself. of life. Yes. So I got a text. I don't know. I didn't wake me up, but it was sometime in the middle of the night. It was after midnight before one. And I woke up and I'm like, well, this is convenient. And I'm like, wait a minute. I think I can still slide this in for Tuesday. Vance has no brush. He wants to, he's go he wants to go hard. He's laying in the gutter right now. So I hop on, I'm like, I got time. I went ahead, boom, ordered him the same brush that he the original one that he broke. And then I let him know, hey, I got a brush coming for you, but it's gonna be at your house on Tuesday. And you didn't like that for an answer. So mm-hmm. Saturday uh, morning. Too damn hard for your free two-day shipping. Should have been overnighted. Saturday morning, Vance comes out yet again to get the brush that he was afraid that he was going to break. Mm-hmm. Before he took it, I ran solvent through it, made sure it was clean. I stripped it all down. I checked it all over. To me, it had a clean bill of health. If he breaks it, it's his fault. Oh, my God. He comes, <laughs> and I said, there's one condition with this brush, and it's I get it back. That's all I ask for is I just want this one back. There's other ones. You did, did you say what condition you would like to see it in? I, I, did, I, I didn't put a stipulation on that, but I think it was understood <laughs> that it was an operable condition. He brings it over in a little box. I mean, this how is about, like... How uh, about fixable <laughs> condition? <laughs> how about... Yeah. You you, you can identify it. You got a welder, right? <laughs> I cleaned the part. I cleaned it up. it's been bathed in lacquer thinner for the past 24 hours we we missed a very important thing (laughs) that was after you broke the second brush the one you stripped the threads out you drop like that little back cap for the needle to guard the needle in the back and it fell into your air compressor Oh my god, dude! I forgot about that, and I was—that's why I was so freezing because I was rolling around on the ground the entire night. This juvenile paintbrush that he gave me for children, <laughs> like the the air compressor kicks on because it's not a giant one; it's just you know something you would use to shoot brads out of and whatever little nail gun, something like that. Does the job. And uh, this, there's the uh, the hose that connects to the airbrush, and I have it uh, standing on the face of my bench with a couple screws on it. Well, this the air when the air compressor kicks on, it uh, it shakes 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 the whole building. (laughs) It shook the the ass end of this preschool brush (laughs) off, and it fell into the housing of this air compressor. 
And I'm like, you've got to be But you didn't know that from the beginning. (laughs) No, I didn't know where the hell it was. So you were... You know, when I found out where it was, when the air compressor kicked back on, I was like, well, I can power through this. That back end piece is probably just for a step. I don't, I don't need a hood on my car. It's, it's optional. The air, the air compressor kicks on, and it catches that metal back piece and just destroys the fan, the, uh, the fan that's in it. I mean, teeth missing and everything. The fan in the air compressor. Yeah. So I like immediately, like, it was like, I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, this thing's working. I got it. I can get it done. And it was like, clank, 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 clank. I was like, oh, shit. And I pulled the the power on And I'm like, like, what what gives here? And I got my knees down on this, you know, treated lumber. I've been walking in and out. There's snow all over the place. I'm like soaking wet from the waist down in snow. It's freezing. And now I have to take apart an air compressor, which I've never done. This. <laughs> Look for a piece. <laughs> and I'm sitting there. I'm trying to shake it so it comes out. <laughs> like a piggy bank without taking the hammer to it. Over my head and I'm shaking it like it's going to come back out. I'm like, please break free and come back out. The air compressor's not light. You know, I mean, it's not enjoyable at all. I'm in hell. (laughs) (laughs) And and it's taunting me. It's freaking clanging and banging in there. I can hear it, but it's not coming out. So I'm like, I really have to take this thing apart. And I have no idea what the hell it is. I don't even know how this thing works. You plug it in. You hit on, you, your, your valves are closed, and you get air pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take apart this thing. It's 10 years old, at least. Everything's rusted. <laughs> I mean, it was terrible. <laughs> I completely forgot about that. So you take an air compressor apart to salvage the back part of this brush. It wipes out the cooling fan on your compressor, and the branch is junk five minutes afterwards. Like you can't make this stuff up. I'm like, that, yeah, I'm like, yeah, that thing fell off. It's on the ground somewhere, and I'm looking on the ground. I'm like, you're searching high and low. It's huge, bright, shiny silver. I can't see it. So, <laughs> so Vance was on his knees looking for that little washer nut looking thing for the air valve, looking for the back part of the airbrush, tears apart his air compressor, two trips out to my house with stipulations of this one comes home. Bring my boys home. Emergency drop shipping airbrushes. So... The new my my number two brush right now, which is you know advances hands. It's it's working good for you, correct? It's unbelievable. So, are you telling me that the difference between a twenty dollar brush and close to a two hundred and fifty dollar brush, there is a difference? There really is. I mean, you look up this thing on on YouTube or whatever. There's people of age that are discussing it. <laughs> and then children that are like, I have fun doing this. Thanks, I'm Mrs. Gonna, Smith. I'm going <laughs> to paint my cookies with food coloring. 
<laughs> these people are like, you can do a lot of things with these airbrushes. I like to use them fine on cars and, you know, paint baits and motorcycle helmets and stuff like that. Whereas, you know, my initial one, it was for preschoolers. I mean, I felt horrible about myself. I felt like, like, I, like, rough in this really nice paint studio and then I have a piece of crap airbrush. Well, now you have another one because that's what you told me to buy you that showed up on Tuesday. I thought that it would... I thought it would work because it was new. (laughs) Did you break that one? There's something that's sticking with the valve, dude. The new one? I'm telling you, yes. Remember when I was like, I'm just going to dump a bunch of clear and... High flow, let's go. Here we go. Yeah. I got through one bait. <laughs> That's an expensive bait. I can't take the it. brush that you broke costs more than the retail of the bait. Okay, so I I put everything nicely back together and you'll look at it when this painting season is done. It's Just gonna come back to me in a box. Broken. You're gonna have all these parts perfectly. Perfectly. Everything is. is, is it's the there. elephant so graveyard can, off Lion King. It's just bones everywhere. The, the big problem is with the. Um, the <laughs> compressor. Well, there's a big problem with everything. I mean, there's a lot of problems. <laughs> there's a lot of problems. Uh, the, the biggest problem currently that I'm having. Um, is the nice airbrush, the $200 airbrush, uh, doesn't have a large reservoir uh, to put paint in or clear and things like that. So you have to be like very meticulous, um, say with the larger reservoir, I could clear 10 baits. With this smaller one, I can clear like two comfortably. Um, so I'm constantly having to refill 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 and uh when you're on a roll that you know adds time and uh things like that so that's the only issue that i'm having with this new brush right now um but it's teaching me uh to have a very steady hand and uh because i i the reservoir is open there's not a cap to it because i have to just like keep pouring in Andy did find kind of a universal cap for it, but it sticks in there pretty hard. So uh, with the amount that I have to keep refilling, I just kind of go half tilt on it, fill it up halfway, spray the bait nice and easily. Don't have a jerky hand because if you have the jerky hand, that stuff will fall out. You know, the clear, the paint will fall out of the brush, which I've also done before. Um so that's that's where I'm at right now, um, and it's it really it it's like pounding through three footers in a sixteen foot tinny, and then going to an eighteen foot glass boat. Really, from like the brush that I was using to the this you know the the nice one that Andy let me use, and I haven't had a problem with it. Nice. So. I'm still getting it back, it, right? You can, you, 
Yeah, you, absolutely. I mean, I should keep it, though. I'm like, that's the brush I'm going to take with <laughs> Absolutely you can have it back, but I should keep it. I mean, I, when I go on this swim bait vendor, I'm going to be using a brush like that. Either you're going to buy buy one, put it on the business card. I don't give a shit. You're doing that. Or I'm just going to borrow that one. And that's how it's going to be. <laughs> I mean, because it is it is like really, really nice to use. There's, say I had one control on the preschool brush, push down, pull back. This one has like four that is out in the open that you can use where you can get really meticulous with things. And it's helped me with um, bars and overspray and, um, you know, not just being such like a hammer down and pull back, uh, it, it kind of like uh, it, it 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 governs you um, to to uh, be more patient with it, and uh, it's helped out. Like, I mean, it's night and day. Like yeah. Said, so, so what Vance is talking stuff. about is I'm going to mispronounce the company, but it's Develbis uh, is the airbrush manufacturer, and the model is called the Dagger, and it's more of an automotive. You know, it's kind of that that name. The brand name is more in the automotive world. Uh, the reason I bought that brush, well, for a couple reasons, was um, early on when people were shopping for brushes. A lot of opinions were in favor of the gravity feeds. There's a lot of you know advantages to a gravity feed, or what I thought were advantages. What's a gravity feed look like? It looks like, like the one that, that you're old. It has the cup the on top direct, of the needle. Just so people, okay, so people can. Know okay, that. so what what it is 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 the liquid paint is sitting above the needle, the 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 discharge hole, and it's not require. It's using gravity to make sure there's always a pa- paint coming down to where the air will then force it out the nozzle. Um. So. It would, what you're using is is called a siphon feed, which if anyone can understand what a siphon is, it's actually using negative pressure caused by the air to kind of like have the, have it suck it up a tube and then squirt it out, which kind of sounds like in theory there'd be a lag from when I when I like start to go with the paint, like when I'm like I want paint to come out now, you would think there'd be a lag because it has to <clears throat> now siphon from this mm-hmm. jar underneath and you know when when you're looking for opinions and all you're finding is people talking about gravity 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 you thought that gravity is the only way to go to get these baits painted nicely well as i started kicking up volume last year i said i'm going to try some of this siphon stuff and the reason i said that was you watch you know look at a couple of youtube videos or photographs of people that paint a lot of baits you don't see that many gravities. You see siphons, and because it, you're pull, because when you're doing volume, you're using more material. Correct, and, and that's the same thing that I'm running into here. I have this. I just explained that the gravity feed. I keep it open. I have to slow down now because I have to keep adding and adding and adding. I don't have a a, a large reservoir or even one that's down on the bottom like these siphon feeds. 
Yeah. In terms of detail, if, if there's people there like yelling at their device that they're playing this on, I have not noticed with the level of detail I get in a difference between the gravity and the siphon feed. Someone that's, you know, a couple pay grades higher than me may notice it. But for what I'm you know, doing, I have not. I just I just figured out what we should do. What's to that? Prove that completely wrong. We'll take a perch that you painted with a siphon feed. And then we'll take the perch that I'm about to paint and we'll compare them with the top feed. And people will obviously say, well, this was the siphon feed one was very much nicer and easier to use because my perch one is going to look like trash. That's a, that is not flawed at all. And I'm all for it. <laughs> um, so the big advantage for me with, with going to a siphon feed was when I want to change color, it's like five seconds and I, I have a completely new color and it, it allowed some flexibility with me that I would, I don't need to be as regimented with my colors. Like when I wanted to paint, I would, when, if I wanted to paint, like just say five different patterns, I would try to time it to where I'm not cleaning the brush uh, all that much because I was used to a gravity feed. Like, let's just say you need, whatever, a tenth of an ounce of paint to get through all this. You put more than what you need in it, um, and you get done, there's a little bit left. So either you dump it out, or you try to put it back in the jar, or you just spray it out into the filter. And now you got to clean the brush. Like, you got to get the the paint out of there. You're going to have, like, a mixing sensation going on. You're going from whatever, yellow to green. you got to get the yellow out before the green's in there. And with the gravity it had a lot of cleaning in between um, uh, color changes. With my siphon, I, I kind of like, it's just held in by friction, the jar that hangs underneath. I kind of like wiggle it a few times, pop that bad boy off. I flip the brush upside down. I squirt solvent, have that thing running full blast until I see the paint gone out of that little throat. And I'm like, well, that's clean. And depending on the paint, white seems to hang around longer. I'll take a, another little jar of just thinner, put it on there, squirt it for a few seconds, pop that off, um, put the next color in, you know, let it blow for a few seconds out, let it, you know, get through the system. And I'm, I'm right back. I'm five, 10 seconds. I'm switching colors and I'm not having any weird color mix, but it's also very helpful in like when I did those mud puppies, those 90 mud puppies, I went through like, five ounces of brown. And when you have a three ounce container hanging off the bottom of it, so I had to fill it once. That's so nice. That's very nice. Yeah, um, and I just like completely stopped feeling bad for you on some of the paints. Why? Because, because of that brush. Well. I, I was like, oh yeah, you don't want to switch. Like you don't want to go from like an orange tail to a yellow belly. So just uh you know, make it just like a white belly. Just continue that color. It's as simple as unscrewing something. It, Whereas I'm thinking you have to roll on the ground and cover <laughs> yourself in snow and <laughs> refill the paint and all that stuff. It's a completely different. Tear the brush apart. <laughs> it's it's uh, efficient when you're doing large volume. It, yes, it, it makes sense from that standpoint. But okay, so it, it saves me a minute on a on a changeover for color. <clears throat> But where it doesn't save me is when I'm painting 70 baits of one color 
and you're saying, oh, put orange on the tail. Well, now instead of me just, you know, well, let's leave the tail alone. That's zero more times I'm touching the bait. Or let's white the tail. That's one color. When I like have to do orange, it's white then orange because so the orange can show up. So now I'm grabbing to do orange. I'm going to touch those 70 baits twice. So that's me picking up 140 baits to do all them. That minute changeover wasn't a big deal uh, on the paint, mm-hmm. but it, it's just adding, okay, I got to grab all these things again two times um, mm-hmm. on some of those colors. But, you know, irregardless. So anyways, that, that's some of the stuff, the gravity feed. Um, that The brush that Vance broke the first time and the third time, um, I got that one for swimmers because I tried to use the swimmer paint in my siphon feed and it worked great until the next day when that paint deteriorated the tubing inside those jars to where it rendered the paint in just useless because it broke down whatever plastic was those tubes the siphon pickup tubes were made of oh gosh so that's yeah, why I mean, we it, 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 it like melted them away. It, and I tried different different plastics. I ordered stuff from McMaster Car. It, I even got like copper tubing meant for like HVAC, some real thin stuff. I just couldn't make it work, thinking copper would withstand that. It it it, it failed. So I'm like, this just has to be a gravity feed paint. Wow, the paint is nasty. I mean, it is like a lethal weapon. So. Anyways, I mean, if if I wanted to like, if you wanted to like get at somebody or something, I mean, you could put this, just open up the paint, like put it directly in, in the middle of their driveway. They'd have an enormous hole that they could look through all the way down to the center of the earth. Yeah, you could put some on a rag and just like chloroform, put it over their face, except instead of knocking them oh, out, they're dead. Yeah, I don't <laughs> it do melts that, their lungs. It makes me like wonder what the heck i'm using oh, what is the big difference between this ru- i find that that it's really hard to get crisp stuff with this with this rubber uh paint when i was first doing it uh unless it was mixed absolutely perfect uh and i know i knew um i figured out that like i'd rather be uh so you get your paint and there's thinner that you can add if it dried up and then it will come back to life and there's a retarder uh, that helps with these when you're spraying the spider webs coming out. It kind of uh, thins it, if you will. Um, and I just have been erring on the uh, opposite side of of caution. I've just I, I think the the more is outweighs the less uh, when it comes to to uh, painting with that <clears throat> with the rubber bait paint with the retarder. Does that make any sense? Yeah, a little bit. It's, you know, when that, when the rubber paint flows, like when you hit it, it's just as nice as painting with the automotive that I'm, I'm using. The problem is, is that even leaving the can open for five or 10 minutes next to you, like the stuff just like flashes out mm-hmm. and it's different the next time you grab it. It's, it's it's bizarre. I mean, like I'll unscrew the cap and things are going on in there. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It is frightening. 
been around the construction industry a long time and i'll tell you the guys we all no matter what part of construction you're in everybody talks about the painters mm -hmm. longer you do it stranger they get <laughs> vance is one week into this and He's, he already has I mean, PTSD. I don't think I'm yeah. going to be strange, but I think I'm. I could be crazy. I yeah. mean, I, I, it's already. It's already like you know. After a few years, you're like, oh, that guy's a painter. Oh, I understand. Okay, <laughs> I got it now. He's a painter. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go out with uh, Vance today. Um, oh, by the way, the, the other guy also. He's, he's a little a bit painter. wiry. He's a painter. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. The construction guys. Oh, we're good. Yeah. Okay. So the, the fun and games don't end there for Vance. Vance has a whole bunch of swimmers that he wanted to go and test. And, um, if depending on where you're at in the country, we had a, uh, you know, there was a warm up this week and yesterday, um, we had a pretty substantial warm up compared to what we had just, you know, even a few days prior. And we, we gently hit on some of the, uh, things that Vance had did to his yard. And, you know, by burying that wire, um, to code. It was, it is to code. It is to I code. Have, I have the sweatpants to prove it. Okay. I'm trying to gently go around this so you can be the one to kind of drop this. I got out of the blue a photo yesterday of what I even replied to Vance about. Because there, there was little context on this photo. It was a photo of Vance's leg, pants and boots on, from the knee down. And it, it could only remind me of dog puke. He has four dogs. It would make sense that the dog puked all over him, so he's sending me a photo to show how how great of a dog owner he is. <laughs> and then he sends me a picture of his backyard talking about a massive melt-off. Little did I know that that wasn't dog puke. I mean, it could have been dog excrement of some sort, but Vance, where did you put these swimmers at? So I, I gave that little tidbit to kind of paint these ideas in people's heads where did you put the swimmers like when you made okay them? okay so um i have two areas where i put the swim baits uh in the garage and now out in the the paint booth generally the ones that are tested and ready to be painted are out in the paint booth the ones that are have been poured and have not been tested uh i.e. swimming correctly. We have to test them individually to make sure that they're swimming. Uh, I'll leave in the garage uh, just for space reasons. I, and um, so I was like, I have to, I had poured about, I think it was like, I did the numbers last night or something. It was like a hundred, let's just say 150 or something like that of uh, just pure white swim baits uh, ready for, ready for paint. And uh, I had them all trimmed up and, and hung up nice in the garage. <clears throat> now I had to transition what was completed in the paint booth into the garage and take the ones that are ready for paint back into the paint booth. So I had to do a little switcheroo there. So, so with your hands lot, full. A lot, lot of swim baits. Um, 
and you know, I'm looking at it, it was it was just bizarre. I let my dogs out, go to the bathroom before I before I went to go and do all this this work, and they came back in, and uh, they were covered, they were annihilated with mud, and I'm just like, huh, that's crazy, that sucks. So I washed them off, and now I'm now I'm into the <clears throat> into the base. And I'm like, you know, I'm not going to make multiple trips out here. I'm going to do it in one. So I get like a, you know, a Walmart uh, cooler, one of those like blue and white ones, igloos. And I fill it with the swimmers. And uh, I'm walking around. Uh, and, from... and there's some weight there. Mm. I mean, those mm-hmm. swimmers are, let's just say, between 5 and 11 ounces each. So mm-hmm. you're probably going to say you're holding 30 to 40 pounds. Yeah, easily. Easily. Walking with take a cooler. A, walking with a cooler, take a step or two. Um, and foot sinks, and I'm like, damn. I was like, I hit that freaking trench. I can't believe it. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm going to make sure, for sure I'm not going to step there again. I'm going to walk up on my cement patio, and, you know, we'll be good. <clears throat> so some time goes by because I'm doing some, you know, uh, I'm, I'm walking back and forth. Some places are soggy and others, and um, now it's time to get the, uh, all white ones out to, uh, into the paint booth. So second trip, <clears throat> ready to go. Big heavies, holding the cooler, walk in the direction is the wrong path, completely wrong and completely sink, fall right into the trench. I mean, me first just gone if you ever seen the movie tremors i thought it's something to grab me and i was going down i mean it was in it was insane and i and i almost dropped like the entire box of pure white swimmers into this mud mess that my backyard is and now i'm freezing effing cold on my left leg and I'm holding this thing like at my chin now. I've like I've like snap jerk, you know, clean and jerked it right up to my chin. I'm like, okay, I gotta get out. And I'm getting out and I'm feeling my boot not coming with me. And I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> I'm like, hey, now you gotta place and try your swimmers. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like wiggling that and then I'm like trying to get it out and I'm you know flexing my, my foot to to get some grip on that thing and I'm feeling like more mud just seep into everything in my leg and water. And now I'm out of the hole. And I take another step and my right foot goes in. But it's not as deep, but it's just enough to piss me off. <laughs> and so I'm sitting out there in like the half cold, half melting snow. Uh, you know, just body temperature going down, but also rising as well because I'm I'm getting increasingly annoyed and I'm like stuck. I'm like, okay, do I stop everything here and clean up? Uh, do I drop this cooler and try and fill these holes, or what do I do? You know. So I filled them up. I I filled the pegs up, and I was freezing. I mean, it it was terrible. Uh. And it's really annoying picking those swimmers up and putting them back on the uh, rack that we use. It, it's meticulous. You can only do it like so fast, you know, boom, 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 boom. And uh, so they're all in there. And um, now I leave the shed and I have to make this 
strategic walk back into my garage where I'm going to clean up. And I look at the yard and it's a mess. It looks like a, uh, like landmines have gone off. There's holes everywhere. Um, my wife looks out. She's like, you got to fill those now. The dogs are going to fall in them. I mean, that's how substantial these holes that <laughs> you're, you're afraid of losing your pets to the size of these holes. You go out there and you just see like a pug head sticking straight up. I planted pugs. So the thing is like when I dug that, uh, the, the ground was very frozen. So I couldn't. And when you dig a hole, like there's always sinkage. Um, but when, like, you're putting back, like, uh, mud ice cubes in the hole there and it warms up, there's probably going to be a lot more sinkage, which there is right now. So I have probably, like, I would say two heaping extra wheelbarrow uh, stacks of mud. And waiting for the day. Wait, waiting for the day that I could go and like throw it back in and throw down some grass seed and you know the yard would eventually come back to life and I remember like when I was digging that and I looked at it I was like well that is not good but I am freezing right now and you know hopefully this you know I'll, I'll, I'll tend to this in the spring little did I know like three weeks later I would be uh, in quicksand uh, up to your and, knee <laughs> and, and flailing everywhere like oh god something has me helped um, so I fill the holes and um, clean up. I mean, just mud everywhere. Um, boots ruined, trashed them, threw them away. Um, not a big deal. And uh, that's that's uh, that's kind of where I'm at now today. These uh, <laughs> the swim baits. Again, like I said, we had to test them. These ones weren't tested, but what I was going to do is was paint to completion and then test. Uh, and just practice. Just say the hell with it, because this this is, this melt-off is, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. It could freeze up again. This is a su- substantial melt-off. Um, like I've never seen in my backyard. So today... And get up, do some family stuff, and I'm like, it's nice out. Uh, talked to Andy briefly. Uh, he told me that there was some open water, and I was like, mm, I'm just gonna test them. You know, I'll just go out and test them. So that's what I did today. Now, because of that, I had to take all, all of them off the pegs again, put them in <laughs> into this lovely igloo cooler. Muddy on the bottom. Yes. And then put it in the car, go down. I went to Trout Run. It was open. Um, And I definitely was standing on, like, unsafe ground. I mean, the the way that the ice had melted, um, you get this big buildup on shore where these waves are crashing. And it's probably, like, five foot of snow and ice mix. And it's ice dunes, yeah. Yeah, and it's melting in in different ways well kind of melted its own little lake and there's some like uh that was about like two feet deep and there's some uh trout that are stuck in it and and things like that so i'm like chucking these swim baits and testing them and and it went pretty smooth um 
and that was they they ran incredibly well there wasn't one that didn't run and that was like the silver lining that i uh that i took from it uh from all this like disastrous stuff and uh they are now hanging drying i'm sure they're dry at this point from being in the water and they're ready for paint and these are probably going to be the most challenging colors that i'm going to do because there's a lot of bars on them so we'll see and there you have it yep that's vance's week three broken airbrushes broken pride thrown away boots ice dunes and lots of on and off pegs. Yeah. Broken air compressor. Broken air compressor. Still works up. It just, you know, not as good as it used to. Like when you're missing a pro, uh, one blade off your prop. Yeah. That's what, that's what it's like. It vibrates yeah. even worse now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> I mean, you can't make that stuff up. It's insane. I mean, I, I, I give a chance to reflect on this stuff. It's unbelievable. I will say from this stuff. My yard is a mess. What's that, Todd? I mean, uh, it, it, I mean, some of this stuff only Vance. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> Absolutely no doubt. I don't get it. I Yeah, I don't either, really. Some of some of the stuff that happens, I say, well, it's Vance. I don't know how they managed to drop that into that little hole in the compressor, but if anybody can do it, Vance. It's like Kramer hitting golf balls in the ocean. It was an act of God. Yeah. I swear I'm not doing that's anything not, wrong. That's not picking on you. It's just the way it works, I guess. I swear I'm not doing anything wrong. I, I just with those brushes, I feel like it would have happened to Andy <laughs> too. But Andy <laughs> just knows how to like. He would know how to make that thing more efficient, run more efficient, you know. And uh, that's what I'm going to give him back to him, and uh, he'll probably fill them and be like, "Yeah, these are fine. I don't know what your problem is," and I'll be like, "Okay, yeah, yeah." So I right now I'm I mean, under the. I mean, the other night, the the other night. I'm on the phone with Andy. I go into the convenience store and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go back and paint. And then this guy comes in Rex oh hammered gosh. out of his mind right behind me in, into the gas station. I'm like, dude, I got to go. Some, this guy just ran into a pump. He's You're a, like, I have to call hammered. in. There's a drunk in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just ran into a, you know, a, a gas pump on an issue, got out like it was nothing, went in, got a jumbo sandwich, was like falling around, rolling on the ground, eating it. He was looking for airbrush parts. <laughs> he just exactly. couldn't take it anymore. Like, you know what, buddy? You I've are definitely, <laughs> Andy, you're there. Or, Vance, Vance is there now. You're, you're an eerie guy. Rolling around. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, what was this it's called? happening. It's your dirt rollers, isn't that what the house? What, dirt rollers and <laughs> in, the initiation is you roll around in the dirt in the water. No, you, you're you're born in a cave surrounded by a mass amount of dirt. 
<laughs> you just roll in it and I, then eventually like come out of it you enjoying the work first i'm gonna you're put going that through you've lived there long enough you're becoming a dirt roller you're making you, you know what you're making me think here and I, i'm gonna put the house up for sale tomorrow <laughs> i'm gonna tell you what <laughs> you're rolling in the yard you're rolling oh my god Okay, so, so you, you were dirt. you were doing practice runs, rolling around on the dirty floor of your 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 paint booth, but the true christening, the baptism, was going up to your knees in the dirt water. In the trench, uh, yeah, in the trench, dude. I busted my ass on that trench, and it just ate me alive. It was. <laughs> So Vance is out there mixing it up with drunks getting big hoagies. He's an Aryeite. I was not mixing it up. I was just trying to be a normal person. I'm like, it's 930. Nothing bad's going to happen. Smash. I'm like, what now? What is this? And they're like, sir, call 911. I'm like, why me? You could call. I just want to get out of here. I ran out of minutes on my track phone. <laughs> my phone in the dirt it won't work <laughs> and like in that night i had i had grabbed like a tw- I, I put a 20 pound uh cylinder for propane i was just, i was going there i was like yeah, i'll stop in here um i need this propane for tomorrow it's gonna be cold i'm gonna paint and uh so you know it, I, I i go there to get this propane and then i completely forget to get it because of all that crap that happened. Because <laughs> you thought you were going to get free fuel on the ground. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Whatever. I mean. So, okay, I'm, just to kind of give alive. everyone an idea of, of this dirt rolling community that Vance lives in. He, he sent me a, a ring video of his neighbor. Driving around hitting mailboxes with the front of his car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mailboxes. I mean, uh, like, it, like he, he, he missed one, did a complete UE, and came back at it. This is when you first moved there, right? No, this was about a month ago. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's it's so commonplace that it's like, hmm, yeah, no big deal. So we got drunk guy hitting gas pump, PTSD guy smashing mailboxes, Vance running into trees, rolling in the dirt. Uh, Vance having trees fall on him. I did not run into a tree. A tree fell on me. And I got my truck back uh, at a convenient time of 90 days. (laughs) (laughs) The fight with insurance. Because idiots up here fixed half of the car and the other half <laughs> on the passenger side. They just the one side. They're like, fixed the one side. I'm like, what the hell? What the hell is this? I was like, oh, we never went over there. He was like, well, you said it was more passenger. I said, I'm lucky to be alive right now, brother. I'm like, you need to pull this thing in here in the morning and, and assess the damage. You know, and the, the whole passenger side from bumper back to the ass end was annihilated with tree scratches and dents in parts of trees in it. And they fixed the one side. And then I had to go through it with, uh, you know, fight with insurance 
and they make you feel like you're trying to get something done that was like there pre-existing. I'm like, how could you fix one part of this truck, but not, not the other side? I was like, I went through a tree, a tree. I didn't just like graze it on the, the side. I explained that I went through the tree and was airborne. You know, the back tires, it, you, <laughs> I mean, it was crazy. And and when, when I was discussing this with the person, I'm like, I don't know what you think. I, was, I was like, don't group me in with these freaking, you know, free rollers, you know, <laughs> dirt rolling eerie people. Just fix my, my effing truck. I was like, I'd like to have it, you know. Oh, gosh. Oh, it was insane. And all while I'm trying to, you know, build that up back area while that was happening, and I'm just like, okay, whatever. Hauling sheets and drywall and walking <laughs> down the road. <laughs> yeah, it's just whatever. And to no top, it, top it all off, my new dog does not like Vance at all. No. No. No, I met, I met the dog. Hates me. The dog would I not met- come near him. And just kept barking at him as if he's an intruder. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't even consider it a dog. That thing's a wild animal. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why these podcasts like half. I mean, I'm very transparent with what happens, but it, it's there is nothing that you have done, Andy or Todd has done that even come close to these like misfortunes <laughs> they're all funny and like nothing bad happened like, they are Todd, like Todd's Todd story like yeah we were driving up to Canada and my dumbass friend's tire came rolling by us you know and it yeah. was funny and nothing bad happened but <laughs> he didn't have a tire <laughs> like, if that was me it would have it would have annihilated my truck and I've been like a tire ran into me and they'd be like, Well, we're just gonna fix the license plate because you're clearly <laughs> everything else seems A okay to us. <laughs> well I think that's Vance's last two weeks in a nutshell. <laughs> Uh, who knows what the next the next I got I got more to paint so you know hopefully it's smooth and just good stories from that sounds like we're gonna have some baits for us to use uh, yeah I have us a stack of baits uh <laughs> I allocated enough for us to uh take it through the season um, okay so with some good good colors good. well that's that's all. That's all good. I mean, we had a we actually had a show planned for tonight, but I'm going to throw that out the window because I I can yeah. talk a little bit longer. I don't want to make this a three hour show. Um. So some some of the other stumbling blocks that aren't nearly as entertaining as Vance's. Um. The grubs that we use for our soft tails. So as as I was assembling Team Rhino's order, I'm like man, I think I'm getting low on these, like these tails. And I'm like, I, you know, as, as I start getting down to the last few, I'm putting them on. I'm like, I got to do a count. And it ends up being that I, on the pearl colored tail that we have. So we use pearl instead of white. I just think it looks nicer. Like I had like almost the exact amount 
of these pearl tails to to finish all the all the baits that have this this pearl color. And I'm like, oh, the next big hurdle is this orange. Um, I really like the orange tails, and it ends up being I was one orange tail short of what I had in inventory. And what I mean by that is I actually went into the closet and pulled three orange tails off of baits that I already had. (laughs) And then I was still one short. So it just happened to time out correctly where uh, my sister was driving to Pittsburgh. She swung by, met Todd, and picked up a whole bunch of baits. And Todd had two orange tails. Two. I ended up picking the better of the two putting it on the bait, completed the order. Now, one might say, well, that's not that big of a story. But what I didn't tell you was prior to this, I called up Action Plastics, where I buy the grub tails, and I put in an order. I said, I would like, you know, 150 of these, 150 of these, and I'm racking it down. I'm like, I want the 8-inch grubs, and then I want the 6-inch grubs in this quantity for this colors. And the lady down there is sweet as a peach with her southern accent. And she's like, well, I got some bad news. We discontinued the six-inch grub. And I'm like, <laughs> "Like, you don't make them anymore? She's like, no, we don't make them anymore. And I said, I, I, I have to ask a question. Why? She said, well, the, the mold has wore out, and we're so busy with everything else that we just quit making them. And I put Which forth sucks. an idea. I know that she's she's not like the engineer, or I don't even know how many yeah. positions they have there. She's probably just reception and takes orders and just basic office duties. I said, isn't this a great time to make a new mold when you're running everything else and you cannot just discontinue? Like, it's like having a gas can and you just you dump the gas can into your car and you're like, all right, I can keep going. Ah, this gas can's empty, so let's just throw it alongside the road and keep driving. Well, <laughs> how about six-inch tail would be popular? We popular. talked about that momentarily because it was like uh, yeah, that's one you'd think would be more popular that. than the eight-inch grub. Yeah, I like mean, there's people, there's people that yeah. are using those grubs as mustard yeah. baits. Mm-hmm. No doubt. I mean, yeah, what's they're... the difference between a bulldog and a big giant Mister Twister? It's the same thing. Exactly. And, and just you could wrap it up in, in rubber in general. Uh, yeah. You know, I've, I've seen yeah. those grubs and they just have like some lead on the bottom of them and mm-hmm. a couple hook hangers. And they're like, yeah, yep. OK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and it catches fish. It sure does. Um, I bring I bring that, at t- you know, and I said, heck, send me the 3D models. I'll cut you a new mold, you know, for you guys, you know. And, you know, so we had, we had a small talk about that. And so more or less, that didn't change her mind. They, they're not making the sixes anymore. And she was like, by the way, we're back ordered on the eight inch grubs. I'm like, like, explain a little more to me on this yeah, back order. And she's like, yeah. well, I'm going to go see what colors I have, but we might be running them here sometime soon. What happened was with last year, she's explaining to me what I lived through. And people had time to go fishing. People bought fishing gear. Fishing gear became scarce, so people tried to build more. 
and it puts the stress on the supply chains and they, you know, will sell to the public. They also sell to people that, you know, retailers. And I'm like, okay. She says people that would normally buy X amount are now buying 10 times that amount just to try to keep pace. I'm like, well, I can understand that much. I'm like, but where are my grubs? It's weird, but it, but it's weird that they're like, okay, they bought all the sixes. We're done. I know. It, it that's the that's the weird that's the bizarre thing, and you know the kick in the in the gut is you logically think, okay, I'll get the eight inch and we'll just cut off more. Now we can reuse those grubs. We use it's the same crap that we use for swimmers, so. You know, it's not like we're buying one and then it, there's so much left over that we're just trashing. We can use it and it, you know, goes both ways there. Yeah, re- but remelt it. To, yeah, to say, well, those are gone too. And so I don't know when we're going to pour them. Okay, are you going to like, you think in May? Yeah. Or are <laughs> yeah. you like, uh, are, is that mold going to run out too? Uh, and if it does, are you just guys going to say that's it? We're done. Like, you know, okay. So at work, we deal with a lot of molds and it's a lot of rubber molds, not plastic molds. And these rubber molds can sometimes have big giant metal inserts, depending on what they're molding the rubber to. We will repair molds and usually the repair work has something along the lines of an operator left a crescent wrench and then closed the 2,000 ton press on it. That that's, would be me. That's, <laughs> could be. Um, th- those are the kind of repairs that we do to these molds. And some of these molds were built in the 50s. And they run them. They're like, we have three of these molds. They are getting run 24-7 for the last 70 years. That's how many parts we're making out of these. And they occasionally need a little bit of sprucing up, mainly operator error. That being, and in some of these parts, they weigh pounds, like pounds of rubber on 10, 15 pound metal parts. 24 seven for 70 years. How did you wear out a soft plastic grub mold? Yeah. Yeah. That the only thing that it's doing is shooting three ounces of soft plastic. I don't know. I, I have to question some of this stuff. But anyways, that's not for me to... I, I'm not there, so I have to go off what she says. And mm-hmm. so she's like, I'm going to go look through what we have and I'll get back to you. I'm like, okay, well, here's my order. And I'm like, what kind of time frame are we looking? She's like, well, maybe four to 12 weeks. Oh, 12, 12, three months. We're, we're looking, we're, you're giving me like high hopes that I'm going to see this stuff before the end of May. Well, I literally just ran out of, of a color. None of the stock inventory has tails on it that I have here. And, you know, we have, you know, give or take a hundred, hundred baits hanging here with no tails. Cause I wanted to fill uh, the uh, retailer stuff. Um, like, well, we might have a problem. And this was about well, the we time. Do, we do have a problem. 
Yeah. Well, this was the time when I told her, why don't you send me the models and I'll make you guys molds? And I literally said, without thinking to her, I said, I got a better idea. I'll make my own molds. There you go. I'm not going to use you anymore. <laughs> Thank you for being honest. You just lost yourself a customer to myself. We've been t- talking about it since we started doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So as of right now, I have four four cavity molds for the the tails for our soft tail jerk baits. Uh, one four cavity mold for the six inch, that's that's a limited run, and three four cavity molds for the eight inch. Now, they're not exact of what we were used to getting because they were just literally Mister Twister mold grubs. Um, I'm waiting on one little component before I shoot what I think's the final product. I have done some test shots on them. Um, I think we got them mostly figured out. Um, there's going to be some tweaking involved, but I think for the most part, we are going to be sitting in a good spot with the grubs that I do have for this show season. However, they might not be the colors you're used to seeing because I'm going to try to use up the inventory that I have. Um, I'm going to try not to make them too hideous, hideous mismatched on these, but we're going to, in any event, we're working hard there. We do have that hurdle to overcome that will rear its ugly head probably in two weeks from now. Um, but yeah, so things are going to look a little different on the back end of those soft tails. Um, probably once I can eat up the inventory on the standard, standard grubs, but yeah, it's, and that's, you know, that's an interesting thing too. When you, you talk about three ounces of plastic and you got a four, four cavity mold, say for both sizes, uh, an eight and a six. And I would just, we're, I'm used to like pouring a, let's just, what, what would that be? Like, uh, let's say like a hundred mLs of stuff, um, four cups or whatever that we, we melt down into, uh, uh, it, to do the swimmers. Uh, it, it can become very meticulous and I'm sure I'm, but I'm sure we'll figure out a way to um, make it more efficient and, and work for us. This is These are injected. F- These are injection molds. So you're, the, okay. it, it is yeah, going to be nice. with, with a hand injector uh, unless I figure out that hot tipped pressure yeah. pot thing that I, I, I think might be really neat because um, that's great. That's good. Yeah, figure, figure that out. I'll just keep using ten-year-old, twelve-year-old molds. Well, I mean, everything I give you, you break. <laughs> I mean, that's not a problem. I'll just, you know. Was... Hey, if it was good well, enough we... for me, it's good enough for you, young man. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I, mean... I can't help. I gave my microwave to Andy, which he gave to Vance. So, yes. which he dropped I in the puddle. Keep... Which no, he, did I? <laughs> no, you didn't drop it in the puddle. So you backed in it with your truck. So uh, oh, yeah, you the boat. <laughs> oh, <laughs> a yeah, close call with the prop. I tried to take it out and said it survived. That thing is a warrior. Oh, yeah, that thing radiates. <laughs> There's 
20 pounds of lead cladding in the inside. (laughs) It's very heavy, but it gets things very hot, very cold. Oh, it's one of those old ones. They say don't get too close. Yeah, it'll make you sterile. (laughs) That was in my house when I bought the house. Yeah, it's a badass. Those used to be like the thing, those microwaves. When that first came out, like people were like, what? the hell this is unbelievable yeah there was a lot of neat technological advances back in those days like you know billy's parents they got a microwave and a vcr Uh, that was my that was my grandparents we went over to look at that microwave and i remember my grandpa being i don't know get too close to that thing yeah speculating but like their sales pitch is like it's as easy as anything yeah. took a steak Not, in there it only took 30 seconds and, it's hot. and they're like we just I cooked believe. this new york strip it's delicious and it's just like rubber <laughs> and you're like, oh, yum. see this uncooked chicken Ding. It's not good, but it's 90 good. minutes later, you're going to the hospital. <laughs> I feel extremely sick. Thank you, microwave. <laughs> yeah. So, that thing's a war horse, though. Still running. All good. Um, And we're also probably... We're going to do... um. It might even be tomorrow, but I'm going to probably think it's going to be next week. Is going to be the second gen of, of the uh, the rebirth of the swimmer. It'll be really great if it did come out like here soon, and I, I get a couple pours. I got open water. I can go and run and see if they work. Mm-hmm. Of of the Check new molded. the new molded swimmer. Mm-hmm. Got some. Yeah, it was. That's exciting. I mean, that's exciting for me. Um, well, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting till the show anything. season's done for yeah. you. You'll you'll see it next year. It's a trickle down. Like, hey, guess what? I finally got what you wanted. You're on the water every day. Oh, thanks a lot. That really helped me in January through March. Thank you. As I sank in my own yard. <laughs> Help! I'm going down. <laughs> but no, yeah, that's it, it's exciting. Uh, you know, no slack to the the swimmers that you know we've been producing. We're just uh, the molds are old, and we're just going like, to revamp it a little bit. You'll, but you still get the same great quality out of them. So yeah, so I got I got some soft plastic stuff that I got to metal with here as things uh, you know progress through. But you know, man, I don't want to make this show go way too long. People lose interest. I think I really don't think people care. I mean, we're doing. They probably don't listen week. anyway. Yeah. Uh, the Who the uh, hell listens this? To to the this is the Vance story, as one person commented, "You're the straw that stirs the podcast," or something. But yeah, somebody did say that, and like, I'm like, well, that sucks because I know that the reason is because of all the mishaps. Oh, well, yeah. There's there's no hiding that one. Yeah, but the um. So, like, I kind of, you know, we had a whole other show. Um, we're not going to do the whole other show that was actually scripted, not scripted, but had some kind of structure to it. Um, the Musky Max was going to be not this weekend, but the following weekend. And I had big, giant hopes to have all these show colors and stuff ready to go and kind of be like, hey, it's the Musky Max sale. Well, I could do that, 
but it's not going to have all the show colors. It just isn't going to happen. So I'm looking like best bet another two solid weeks of painting or something and probably a week to get those things assembled and ready to go. Plus we need to redo some stuff on the website to handle, handle the new moving forward way of, of, uh, dealing these things. Um, but you know, we got some cool colors that we're, we're, we're messing with. We also have tough shads, uh, starting out with 150, Though I have a feeling it's going to be more like 132 after Todd took the ones that he scratched. I didn't take any stuff. No, I did. I did take one of each stuff. <laughs> Squared. I had these special paints on for me last year. Special colors, and I never even got them. Well, those things, oh really man, did those sell like hotcakes? They were like, oh my gosh, is that the, is that the fat AZ painted one? I was like, no, I didn't get any of that. Something. <laughs> those things were flying out the door. Those things sold quick. I'm like, I didn't even get any. <laughs> Don't worry, but, uh, Todd. It's a, that's a tough shed paint. Nothing wrong with tough shed paints, but uh, I didn't get any of the AZ painted ones. <laughs> I have a special, special little lot set aside. I, I have oh, a man. special lot set aside just for Todd this time. But can you say us? What do you I'd mean? Like uh, no, this one. this was. I need, I need one, at least one. No, you got all those swimmers. <laughs> I'm giving everything back. <laughs> I'm allocating what we need for the season. I, I, I have because, I have a bait special for Vance. Hey, you guys make these baits, right? Yeah. Do you have, can we use them today? No. Why? No, we don't have it. any. We sold them all selfishly so that no one else. Can In an attempt them. to get I rich. Guy, here, I have this perch that has three eyes on it. Uh, <laughs> it was a blam. Well, it was a blam. Our swimmers do not look like this, by the way. This is just, this is guide stuff. Um, they catch fish, but. Just do me a favor and try to not look at the bait. <laughs> Just throw it out there. <laughs> Why is that? The well, because the finish is cracked from tip to tail. <laughs> Todd pulls out his tough shed. So here's a brand new tough shed. That he clearly took like a buck knife to it and just like. <laughs> Vigorously, was like, oh my god, look at this blam. Yeah. <laughs> he puts it on the floor, steps on it, and twists. It has oh, this swirl well. pattern to it. <laughs> you gotta keep that one. And he's like, Well, look Andy, at you. Did take, Andy, t- hey, Vance, you didn't know this, but when his sister came through, I had to send back all the assembly stuff. He, he did pull me off of the assembly line. Well, well, you you are leaving for I've, a week. I've been there. Yeah, yeah. Me I mean, I have I have x amount of da- I have x amount of days to get all the swimmers back, <laughs> and they're going to be weighed. And if not, he showed me the gun that he's going to use on me. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Yeah, I needed all that assembly stuff back so I could get this Team Rhino order out of here. Which, I know. which I what I wanted to do, and I I, I lost track of it because I I was doing show prep for what the show we didn't do. It goes. The thing is, is like we really hit the ground running when Todd and I come off the water. It's there's nothing changed. It's still work as hell, and it's such like a small time. And I brought this up to Andy the other day. It's like we all have the same amount of time to work on the baits because Andy likes to have a normal life. And in two months from now, it's all hunting. You know, forget you're, we're not, we're not doing, I don't want to paint. We have, yes, we have to do everything now. And it just so happens runs with the guide season. It's hard water season. We got about three or four months, Todd, Todd and myself. And in there, there's, uh, you know, a major, ho- two major holidays. Yeah. Between hunting and, and, and you, you and I are both involved in hunting, but right now I've been coming out this last few weeks at like four or five o'clock in the morning. Honestly, I go to bed early. Mm-hmm. This is way past my bedtime right now, but mm-hmm. uh, I've been coming out and like starting to do these baits. There's 350 baits. I just poured in, in different uh, stages. Yeah. yeah, some sanded, some aren't, and that's just the way that we we have to do things. That's the way that we, that's the way that it has to be done now. Because it, you know, when you look at it, I just I wanted to bring to the attention that we're all working on baits, and this is like the only time we work on baits at the same time. The three of us. Yeah, I'm and working 50 hours a week at at the one job, and I'm probably doing. I'm probably and doing between home. 25 and, and to 35 I mean, hours on baits a week. And you're mm-hmm. you're killing yourself for Freedom. three months or so. Yeah. And then, you know, because you're you're painting and you're getting all these things, and we're dealing with you know the first quarter orders and all this thing. This is just the this is just what it is. So there is no like rest at all. This is our balls. This is balls to the wall stuff. You know, the fishing is easy. Um, the guiding is, he's been doing it for a long time. It's fun. And, and, uh, it's almost like a break from this grind. And it's certainly a break for me because I obviously do better on water than land, uh, in obviously. all aspects, uh, that you, you get this break from this, this incredible hustle that where we have to make, uh, something last a year, if not longer, within three months. And you're talking That's inventory. Every, inventory, every product. And uh, we have to be ready to go for the public. And it's not a bad thing or anything like that. It's just, you know. I root shit, for horrid shit weather. Like, shit like falling into, like, holes yeah. happens. The horrid, horrid weather because you just can't do anything else. Like I, I had intentions to go ice fishing, but I just didn't have time to do it. I like the thought of it. I like yeah. the thought of a lot of things, but stuff still up in the attic in my garage here. I thought about getting it down, and I thought about doing this. I was like, I don't have. When am I going to do that? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and this weekend is not looking like horrid weather, and I'm just like, God, am I going to be? Might be? That might be it for the like ice fishing season. We're we're approaching March here, and we're having substantial warm ups in this uh, in this northeastern area. And it, 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 Lake Erie's the ice is, is 
terrible. I mean, it's it's decimated. It was wide open. So it's going to take like like a really really bad extra winner to even have hard water again. Yeah, and I'm also like really dreading not this weekend, the following weekend with daylight savings. It is oh, not easy with kids. kids things. Yeah, it it throws the schedule way off, and. It it just it makes life tougher because then I get home and if it's like hey it's forty five degrees out I could work a little in the yard, or do I need to go paint the three hundred baits to finish out the year? Mm-hmm. And it's just like cabin fever versus get your work done kind of where, where, which way do you go and yeah I don't know but yeah, I'm on the home nice. stretch I think yes we are collectively on the home stretch um, and like we we haven't wrecked any of the benefits of it and it, shown it to the public yet of what we've been working on and things like that so we have that to look forward to and that's fun and uh, you know doing a uh, essentially an online sale for what we've been doing at the shows and uh you know yeah and if anyone nice. I'm, I'm like i'm thinking if there were shows this year, we might be dead. Well, I was just about to address that. So yeah. the the reason that I'm not making my self-imposed deadline of next week is because I changed priorities on the paint from like, so let's just say I started painting January 1. Um, if I knew I had, let's just say the Musky Max going, I probably would have put online retail orders a little bit further back in priorities. And I would have painted just what I needed or what I think I would have needed for the shows and kind of like trickling in like the overlaps of, of both online retailers that, that had big orders. And I would have, I would have had all the show colors and stuff done. And I would have now been all right. These last couple hundred are going to, be to supplement inventory and wrap up those online orders. So those online orders would have shipped four to six weeks later than they would have. But because there were no shows, I said, I'm going to put these ones first. Let me look at these colors. Okay. This is my plan of attack. That's why I'm like screwed for the max this year. Well, then hypothetically, you know, we're it, we're on our own time now, and I, and I think that if there were shows, I don't think that the new swimmer place would have uh, been open. I don't think there would be um, Todd pouring as as many baits. We would have been under the gun for other things, mm-hmm. and um, I, I think that this year off with how we're all working together uh, helped out a lot in the next step for, for the business. We've, we're coming up with a new tail solution. Um, we're assembling baits efficiently. Uh, there's a whole new, uh, you know, swimmer line of baits that is, is being, um, you know, taken care of by me, even though, you know, they're listening for the past hour or whatever doesn't sound like it but we're able to focus on and work at our own time and really bust our butt to uh set up for this this uh 
upcoming year and even 2022, I think we're going to be even we're going to be even more ready and running more efficiently because we all know what we have to do. Um, and we have new, like new avenues of how to work. And uh, I think that, you know, with this year off, we're working more efficiently and it's just going to transition into better business in the future for uh, us all three busting our hump at this time. Yeah. Now I've been, I've been throwing a number around Todd. How many baits do you think you assembled on that first go around? Was it three fifty or 400? Yeah. Yeah. Three or 400. And then second go around was uh, maybe a two thirds of that, maybe half or two thirds. I was going to say, I think that was closer to, I want to think you assembled somewhere in the vicinity of 700 ish. Cause I, I, I didn't keep actually good track of, of any of that. I know we could hardly fit them into the car. Your senior's car. That's, that's correct. Yes. There, there was, there was a lot of, there was a lot of volume that took up there. So a lot of boxes. Yeah. You know, and then there was, there was like this weird lag time where I had a week that I didn't have a lot of baits to do. I didn't have enough blanks to start another color. And I was working on those tough shads and stuff. But what I've been telling people, subtract that week in in probably six to like a seven week time frame, I'm approaching the ballpark of a thousand painted baits of just quick. Just just going. And it is something I'm not looking forward to doing again next year. But it's probably gonna be a necessity. <laughs> yeah, but I don't I don't see why not, man. I mean it's it's uh that's efficiency it's a it's still it's still it's one it's remember when i'm like i did 900 bars tonight yeah i gotta Uh, do that too now but like you're not painting 90 of one color that has 10 bars on each (laughs) but you're not also walking through the terrain that i am to get to the area that's like half the battle you know like i could die walking you know, I might, I, I could die from walking to the house to the paint booth. I'm shocked that, that your house wasn't the one that, that, that trim ring on the Boeing 777 didn't fall <laughs> yeah. on. Like it would have landed <laughs> square yes. on the swimmer don't shed. Don't tell me, don't tell me that. That's like something that would happen to me. That's an act of God, like the tree. Yeah. So. I would, I would bet in my lifetime, if it was 10 to 1 odds or something like that, that Vance Kalos Jr., is going to have an airplane land in his house. I would take the bet. <laughs> You're close enough to that airport, <laughs> international airport, nonetheless. They cut your fence. Oh, <laughs> it breaks one panel, it. and they're like, I mean, "Hey, we discontinued that last year." Well, wonderful. <laughs> That's great. Branch rub there. Then you I get mean, the dogs the... escaping, running all over the neighborhood. That's another thing where the fence was taken out to put in the swimmer studio. I mean, there's an there's like a six inch gap from ground <laughs> to the to the bottom of the fence. So, I mean, that's like just like a you crawling hole for the dogs to get out of. They love to. They probably run right for it. I mean, I might have to get like a like a triathlon dirt and redo the whole yard. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Well, I I, I have a feeling this that, is 110 percent worth it. 
the, the solution that you're going to go for is you're going to take poultry netting, roll it up, and then jam it under there like it's razor wire on World War One trenches. And you're like, oh, yeah. hey, Stay this the is... cobwebs from the... Yeah. From the... yeah, they just get caught. Yeah, the dogs get caught and then just die from just contact of the stuff. God bless them. Kids, but... Oh, it's been it's been a fun, eventful uh, two weeks. I'm glad we uh, all get to hear about that. And I'm glad I got it off my chest. Yeah, it's it's been fun, and I'd say we got another solid month of this to go, and then hopefully all the fun and games are done. Yeah, the cool thing about it is with what we're doing. Uh, everything's going to be available on the website. So um, the stuff that we're working on, the new colors, the show, essentially what you would see at, if we were there at the Muskie Max or whatever, it's going to be on the website. So you can ju- jump on there and, and, and pick up uh, the new stuff. So that's cool. Lots I of like fun. that. Lots of fun. All right. I'm tired. Wrap it up. Let's wrap this one up. So, Big thanks to Fatty Z Muskie Products, Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, Ranger Boats, Vicks Marine, St. Croix Rods. Did I miss any? I don't think so. Perfect. All right, everyone, if it's warm, enjoy it. Be safe. Thanks for listening.